LA's home for progressive talk radio. Welcome back to KBLA Talk 1580. All right, welcome back. Donna Michi versus everybody. Kristen Chiara, um, a Louisiana judge coming under fire for... Um, I'm going to play the video in its, in, in its entirety. I'm not going to believe it. It's a little graphic because I think it's very important that uh, a judge um, is, who is using this type of language... Um, Lafayette uh, City Court Judge Michelle Odenet asked for understanding, forgiveness, patience, and prayers for her and her son as requests for a resignation grow after a video, uh, video recorded inside her home uh, containing racial slurs was circulated. On the video, the family gathered to watch home security footage of an armed burglar that took place Saturday in the driveway. Uh, here's a clip of, I guess, the, the, the son and them talking about it, and you hear the mom. Yeah. Mom, gotta watch. mom goes, why are the lights when, when I pull up in the whip, they be saying, Damn. Why are your lights on? They're like, pull up, pull up. And mom's yelling, nigger, nigger. Oh, we have a nigger. It's a nigger. <laughs> you know, that type of language coming from oh. a judge, from a judge. I hate it, but I'm also not surprised. Yeah, right. You uh, you know what? You think, I don't think you can be su- su- surprised. Nope. You know, and it's just for, this is the, what do they call the inherent bias that, 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 that that's in the minds of exactly. a lot of people? Exactly. And I'm just thinking about a lot of the people that I went to law school with. I trust them as far as I could throw them. I can't believe that they are people who are politicians and judges and public defenders and in charge of advocating for people of color. Mm-hmm. I can't believe it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is, I mean, um, let's see, the city marshal says, as a proud black man, I strongly believe the judge should be held accountable for the words on the video. I'm sure people of color will find it impossible to trust that they will be treated fairly and equally when they have to stand for judgment before Judge Odinette. Uh, this type of language cannot be accepted or tolerated by anyone, especially those who serve uh, as leaders in our city. It's up to Judge Odinette to remember the oath she took, uh, and she should rem- uh, and should she remain on, on the bench, find a way to gain the trust back of all Lafayette, especially African Americans. Uh, a mere uh, ineffectual and weak apology will not suffice. It's not clear who recorded the clip and who's speaking, but in the text message sent to the advocate on Tuesday, Odinette said she had zero recollection of the video and the disturbing language. And of course, what video? That's right. the mind of a hey, lawyer. Yeah, 100%. She was like, what did she say? Oh, I was on a on a medication. I have no memory. Oh. That didn't happen. Is that? Wow. Yeah. Um, I This is, I don't know. This is, this is very, this is disheartening to hear. Um, it's the, disturbing. Michael Toussaint, the NAACP president, called for voting that's a resignation. She is a sitting judge in a sitting court. She represents the community of Lafayette. We cannot we cannot condone that type of behavior from her or anyone else on the matter. Um, that's very interesting. I you know it's. She, I mean, but are you surprised that a judge would say something like this? I'm not surprised when it comes to anything nowadays. I'm just not. Me neither. I'm telling you, when you know these people as humans and you've sat in rooms, I just think back to some of the arguments we would have in like my constitutional law class about reparations or affirmative action and some of the racist things that people would say. I remember one time we were talking about affirmative action or having to mark your race when you submit your college application. Mm -hmm. And she was like, I don't think we should have to mark anybody's race because I can tell if someone's black just by their name like Shaniqua clearly that's a black person I don't need a race box to tell what color you are and she's from Alaska like you know so little about the world and these people move on to be great leaders I think Virginia's had more presidents than anybody else any other state Virginia yeah hmm 
The whole name thing I don't think is is fair because one of my good friends in elementary school, her name was Lashana. And she's white. Yeah, you just never know. You just know. never know. Lashana? And Lashana, and she's white. And then um, yesterday, for the first time, I have I was just flabbergasted, and I asked this lady, is that your real name? Because I was just shocked. I don't know if she was... Um, you think we got any white Tyrones out there? Well, this girl, this lady was Moesha, but she no. was in black, but in, in her name tag at Macy's said Moesha. I said, is that your real name? And I just don't know if she was uh, Middle Eastern or Latina, mm. but she's like, yeah, that's my name. And Moesha. I was like, wow, but her name was Moesha. See, you just never know. You just know. never know. And she wasn't black. She was, I don't know what she was. I didn't ask, but she definitely wasn't black. We had another white guy in my section. And as first years, we were supposed to put together this, I don't know, silly show that the upperclassmen would watch. And if they didn't like it, they would shoot us with water guns. Mm -hmm. And they were looking for someone to choreograph it. And it was me and then another guy who I think was mixed in my section. And everybody else out of the 40 people were white or a few Asians, but not black. There were two of us. And again, the other guys that got... The other person was a man and mixed and kind of more ambiguous looking. So this blonde guy steps up and he's like, all right, we need someone to choreograph for this show so that the upperclassmen don't, you know, hit us with the water guns. Come on, Kiara. You know, you'd be dancing and singing in church. You got this. Just called me out in front of the whole class. And I was like, (laughs) first of all, I do be dancing and singing in church. Second of all. Don't assume, okay? Right. Don't assume. Third right. of all, I have better things to do with my time than to choreograph for the rest of you. <laughs> mm. oh, Just wow. the assumption. The assumption. That I was going to say that. Definitely. And he went on to be on Law Review and do all these things. And I just look at some of the people I went to school with and the places that they're in now, and I'm like, wow, the world only knew what type of person you are. And I don't think it's always malicious, right? Well, this lady sounded malicious, but do you? So they're just clueless. I, I and I think that's the understanding I'm coming to grips with is that they compartmentalize black people that and that the they reserve the n-word for a certain segment of the black population but like when they talk to like i don't know kiara or myself that they're probably friends with oh i didn't mean you exactly but you know i get offended by it also you're different yeah oh yeah you're not you're not not that black that's you're you're not an n-word no no that's not you um it is very sad though that in in we really need to have a conversation on race spearheaded by a president. I don't know if Biden's the correct president for this conversation at this point in time. Um, but we really need to have a conversation on race and the uh, the bias that we all carry around for each other and need to come to some type of national plan to work as a country to eradicate that out of our system yep um i just feel there will be a certain segment that is going to be so resistant to that because i don't know if you know people who right now i i've been hearing people say you know right now it's a great time to be black in america and i'm just like wow you know there there more there's more black programming on tv uh you have the black lives matter movement i don't know if you've been hearing certain people say these things and if they say it with resentment that's the difference so what so when when you talk about having this conversation i'm kind of curious when you think that's actually going to happen because everybody well we've been asking for the conversation to be had and it's always glossed over there's well, these these there, there's an expectation that we're going to have it yep. especially with certain leaders in office and then they promise these things and they and gloss they right it. over so it so true it right? is so true i think that there's a certain segment of uh, this population of our, our caucasian brothers and sisters who 
really want to uh, progress this country and really change it for the better. And I think that we need to unite with those, start the conversation, and, and also have an understanding that there are going to be people who are just ignorant. Um, no matter how hard we try to sit there and um, push uh, America towards a post-racial uh, um, world, I mean, you know, if you go back, they killed Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All he was trying to do was save souls. So we're just trying to eradicate racism and racist behavior. Uh, I can only imagine what they, you know, how they would respond to that. But I think the conversation definitely needs to happen, at least to maybe change some people's minds or make people more aware of the behavior that they are, are exhibiting that they may not be aware of. Uh, unconsciously, they're going through their life because of their upbringing, being racist or saying things that are inappropriate. Um, or that are just mean spirited um, because they that's how they were raised and nobody's really checked them. And I think we need as a country to check ourselves and sit there and say, listen, you know, we, we've got a we got a weird history. Yep. Um, it's like a relationship, you yeah. know, like a like a, a relationship with the person's like, I'm a change. I'm a change. I'm a change. See, I've changed a little bit, but eh, you still got a history. Yep. You know, it's weird because prior to Trump being in office, I guess I really just was not aware of how many people out there held these racist views. But once Trump got in office and I started watching the news and really paying attention, there's a lot of people out there that are just angry, they're racist. And they, and, and I was like, I thought those people went away. So it's just still shocking to me uh, when I hear certain stories because it's like, wow, before Trump came in, I don't know if I would have heard these stories. Once he came in an office, like everybody's full blown. It's like people had permission. Yeah. It's just, and, and they still have permission. He's gone and they still are out there saying these it's horrible insane. things. All right. We're going to talk to somebody in Lafayette uh, and get the reaction on the ground to what this judge is and, and check the temperature out there. Uh, when we come forward as well, take your phone calls. 800-920-1580. This is KBLA Talk 1580. Boom, boom. KBLA Talk 1580 wishes you a Christmas season that is merry and bright, bright. Happy holidays. Santa baby, just slip a sable under the tree for me. Near you at a rate of up to $23 an hour. Apply now at upsjobs.com slash shift. Make the shift make a difference. This is a rather bold pronouncement, but we think we can back it up. Back it up. Back it up. If you come across a radio frequency anywhere putting more variety and more diversity on the air than KBLA Talk 1580, we sure would like to hear about your discovery. You got to have vision. You can search. We are confident that you won't find more shows covering more topics hosted by a more diverse and inclusive lineup of talkers than the squad we have assembled here at KBLA Talk 1580. This is the time, brothers. This is the Time. We've got something for everybody. That's right. Health and healing, history and humor, issues and events, empowerment and entertainment, all in one station. What's really going on? Free enterprise, you did? KBLA Talk 1580. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We got a lot to talk about. King Kong ain't got on me, on me, on me, on me. Welcome back. Welcome back. We are rooting for everybody black. KBLA Talk 1580. All right. Uh, welcome back. Donna Michi versus everybody with Kristen Kiara. Uh, 800-920-1580. Uh, we're talking about this uh, judge uh, in Lafayette, uh, Louisiana, uh, from uh, Z1059. Uh, hot tracks and throwbacks. Uh, let's go to Stephanie out in, in Lafayette. Hi, Stephanie. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm great. Is it, is it, I always, you know, when I'm, when I'm voicing stuff for you, is it La, Lafayette or Lafayette? 
Lafayette. 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 Mm-hmm. La- yeah, I always, I always have uh, issues with that. So uh, Lafayette uh, City Court Judge Michelle Odinette, uh is uh-huh, is, is in the news out there. What's uh, what's the what's the temperature with the people uh, in this judge? Is this a, a well known judge? Is she a mean judge? Well, I don't know that much about her, but what I do know is it's all everyone's talking about. And her response in that she took a sedative <laughs> is just not, I mean, okay. Uh, Jesse Smollett had a better case, right? Right. And so she would never use that. Well, maybe that sedative brought in her, her true her true nature. But, um, yeah, she's not... Um, trending very well in our area. How right is now. the legal system in Lafayette? I mean, is it fair out there? I mean, you know, or is it is there do these courts have a reputation for being for over over sentencing and um and not being, I guess, forgiving? I can't speak to that, but I do know there was uh, a woman that looked like the judge uh protesting in front of the courthouse today with a sign your judge may be racist. And so I can't I can't speak to that. But when you look at the number and the sentencing of black men and black defendants in our area, then you start to wonder, well, maybe there might be some basis to there being racist judges on the bench. Do you think that the uh, community that like the calls for her resignation are going to get louder and louder and louder? I mean, are community organizers and pastors and and, and politicians out there calling for her to step down? I think they're going to make some noise. I don't think this is going to go away anytime soon because she was caught on video. Hmm. So, hmm. But it did take, you know, we had we had one of those Confederate statues here, and it took a long time for it to be taken down. So unless um, the heat is kept on her, you know, it may just get swept under the rug. By chance, here, what's, what's, the, uh, what's the black pop? You know the percentage of the black population in Lafayette? That is a very good question. No, I don't. Check, check but we are, majo- we are not in the majority. We're not in the majority. No, aye, we're not. Aye, aye. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, all right. Well, listen, if you hear anything else uh, out there about this judge, I- I'd love to, uh, to uh, keep us posted. Because, I know. Uh, I-, I have a quick question. Yeah. Have you heard yes. anybody defending the judge? Like, what do those arguments no. look like? Uh, no. <laughs> you, ne- you never know. <laughs> No. Uh, right. Yeah, no. I'm not, I, I'm yeah. not touching that with a 10 foot pole. If she hadn't said anything, but the fact that she was given a sedative shortly after the burglary, mm, no. Nobody's buying that. Let's yeah. see. Lafayette has a 477,000 population, 127,000 black, 19,000 Hispanic. That's a, that's a decent chunk. So one third, a little, little bit less than one third of the. Uh, of the uh, city is 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 black. Hmm. Yeah, I would I would definitely get this uh, this woman uh, uh, off the judgeship. Um, just given those numbers, because um, black population is not the majority out there, and we don't need you, you need impartial people, and she definitely doesn't sound impartial um, by at least at her, in her in her home life. Yeah. So isn't it scary to think wow. about how many white people talk like that when yeah. no one's listening, yeah. or they think they're behind closed doors? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's and no one, no one judges without bias. Yeah. It's it's just part of us. 
And here in the South, well, you know our history here. So yeah, yeah, I we just, yeah we were just saying that you know they, there should be a national conversation to kind of help us, you know, because we all have these biases to 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 recognize that they are, and as a country, you know, help heal the past and and move forward uh, to create a better society. We really need a, a good leader uh, to kind of spark that conversation mm-hmm. and, and move us forward so that we can get a lot of this hate and this uh, negative uh, bias that people have in their minds uh, uh, towards people of color uh, out, and, and or at least get them to recognize when they're doing things and that they shouldn't be doing things. Yep. Yeah, I may not be able to change you, but if I can get you to check yourself, I, I'm, I'm happy with that, mm-hmm. you know. All right, Stephanie, yeah. uh, thank you so much for uh, for checking in with us. Uh, I appreciate it. I'd be happy to help. All right. Thank you. Thank you so I got you. All right. I appreciate it. All right. Uh, Stephanie from uh, Z1059 Hot Tracks and Throwbacks in in Lafayette, uh, Louisiana. Thank you so much for uh, coming on the show and and, and blessing us for a second. Um, This is why I couldn't live in the South. Yeah. I mean, it's not just a South thing. I think there are plenty of people who are like that here, too. People say crazy things behind closed doors. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Crazy things. I've never said anything racist. Uh, I would push back on that. I'm sure not on purpose. Yeah. I don't know. I don't have a racist bone in my body. Yeah, I'm Thank sure. Even I have if plenty of white friends, leave. Mexican friends, Asian friends, black friends. I'm sure at some point you've said something potentially not politically correct. If not well, about race. Well, that's a whole other thing. Yeah, politically I'm just saying correct. there are lots of spaces where I think when you get behind closed doors, you might be a little more free with your language. But her freedom with her language she completely crossed the line i could see not that i'm saying it's right i could even see if she was like uh is it a black or something like that i'd be like that's yeah, it I mean, like, it'd be a terrible thing to say yeah, I'd but be like okay that's probably how she really talks it yeah. is what it is but she took it to the next level and i don't know if we played the part where she was comparing the black people to roaches Did you oh my gosh why are the lights when i pull up in the whip they be saying to him on. They're like, pull up, pull up. And mom's yelling, nigger! Nigger! Can we have a nigger? It's a nigger. Like a roach. Look, I'm Says it so carefreely, too. Right. Like a roach. Like She's a roach. Yeah. Like, there's just, uh, I, I, I don't, I can't. <sighs> I have no words. So, so how, you know, I really like what uh, you were saying that sometimes behind closed doors, you know, sometimes we say things that are politically incorrect. Have you heard yeah. anything like within your circle or maybe, I mean, you don't have to share like what was said, but have you guys ever, you said no, which is hard to believe. Which is, I, I don't believe I don't all. believe He's either. I don't think never, you think. Look, I'm not racist. I'm not saying you're racist. I, maybe it's just me. I definitely have even been guilty of saying things that I know are not politically correct right. and would never say in public just kind of jokingly i would never go that far like i don't use racial epithets or epithets towards really anybody just in my everyday language but i've definitely said stuff that i would never say outdoor for example if i was like oh that woman is real big should she really be eating those cheeseburgers right like i know i shouldn't say that i know that that sizes i know that it's ridiculous but it doesn't mean i haven't whispered it to a friend i think if we're honest or maybe it's just me a lot of people say things that they would never say in public i mean i have too privately i I know it's wrong it's wrong and i agree with you like i've i've some of my friends called have said that i was racist i said well look at at least i'm an equal opportunity (laughs) racist now now when some sketchy people start walking by me i do kind of like you know I'm, I'm a little bit more alert but you never said anything you've never everything you say in private if you said it in public people would be like oh that's politically correct i don't see race 
Okay. No, 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 no. I, I don't, don't believe hold that. On, hold on, hold on, hold on. Do you believe that? Hold on. You know I don't. I don't believe it. I don't say do. things that are politically correct, but but when it comes to racial stuff, my mind doesn't even go there. Mm. You've never seen like a black woman dating a white guy and like thought something or said something politically correct? I mean, I think that black people should be with oh. black people, but I'm not going to be like, man, look at that old uh, honky. I'm, I mean, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I don't use racial epithets, but I can still admit to saying things sometimes in private. When I'm like talking to the poet or like my family or something, I'm like, no, look, I would never say this in private, but here's what my real thought is. Because we all grew up in this imperfect world. We all have biases, whether or not we admit it, we do. I'm just more consumed with my life than what other people are doing. I may call someone racist or say they're exhibiting racist behavior, but I'm never going to be like n-word this or you know or okay here's an example i'm not saying n-word forget that epithet let's say you you're out someplace and there's a whole bunch of there's a table with black people and they're being real loud you've never been like oh they're making us look bad no yeah look at he's catching himself yeah he's catching himself but i'm not saying it's racist i'm just saying stuff that you wouldn't say in public Uh, i wouldn't be like black people are making me look bad i would stand by black people i was at the el pollo loco yesterday ordering some pozole and there was an old guy fighting with his daughter or girlfriend. I don't know what. And they were yelling at the top of their lungs. lungs, You know, and uh, it was an EBT situation, if, if you, you catch, yep, the, you yep. catch yeah. the drift. You know what I'm saying? And they were just going at it. And it, it, for a moment, I'm like, oh, these people. But, and I wanted to say, will you shut up? Um, not because they were making me look bad. They were just disturbing the peace. Like, take that outside, you know, and that's I, like, but at no point did I be like these ghetto N words making all the black people. Yeah, no. not well, I don't think you would call anyone N word. Like, I don't use any but of that I, language. My mind never even, for a second, I was like, okay, all right. But it was more irritated I mean, of be, like disturbing the peace. To be fair, I feel like you say a lot of inappropriate things all the time. So maybe there's just no distinction for you. I mean, he just started out the show with making fun of overweight people. Yeah, exactly. He and might he not just even didn't catch it. himself. But I'm not racist. No, and, I know. And I'm not saying I'm racist. And I stand by my, my overweight comments. We're not, we're not. I'm not saying you're racist. All I'm saying is, I can't is call somebody there fat are, if they're fat. That's a problem. That's rude. pleasantly plump. There are certain <laughs> things that I think a lot of us say behind closed doors that we wouldn't say in public because we don't want to be judged, yes, or we don't want people to take it the wrong way, or we just know it's flat out wrong. I say things like, "I love you. I care about you so much." Yeah. Wow. Okay. All right. Well, I got two two stereotypes of black people. I'm wondering if you've. Yes. ever felt un- okay so i i'm gonna i'm gonna be honest when i go to a restaurant you do know that they say black people don't tip well yep. so i over tip because i know that when i'm sitting down they're like oh is she gonna even tip me you know what i mean so i over tip yes unless the service is really really bad but another stereotype is crosswalks how black people just move it along real slow like a turtle <laughs> walking across. I've, and I've, I, never, I've never. I, I have I heard that. that was a stereotype. That's a stereotype. I and I, I have been guilty of being like, could you move your A so I could turn my car? But I have noticed, I'm going to be fair, I have noticed, um, it also young people, they just walk so freaking slow in the crosswalk. But I have heard room like stereotypes yeah. that black people move extraordinarily slow when they're walking across the street and I paid attention. I've heard the the, uh, the tipping thing. I always tip 20% everywhere we go. I, Except for Uber Eats or yeah. Uber, you know, because the, the prices are so inflated. 
Yeah. That yeah. I, I, I tip 15% on that. You know, but I always tip. I always tip. Sidewalk thing I've never heard. Okay, here's another example. Have you ever had someone in your life that you think is maybe really lazy or they are in bad situations because they're always causing them or they always have boy drama or something, but you would never say to them, like, you're a lazy person and all of this drama is your fault. Like, you wouldn't, I don't think you would say that to their face, no. but you might think it. I no. try to be supportive. I, I hear exactly what you're saying. I'm bad, though, because if they push me, I do say it to their face. Yeah, me too. Me it's too. Hard. I, a hundred, yeah. I've actually had to learn how to deliver truth with kindness yeah me too because i forget that sometimes it just needs to be softened up a little mm-hmm. no i am I so glad that i'm glad that you're actually admitting that because i really struggle with being giving the soft approach like i'm so tired of your drama you're a drama queen you're driving me crazy blah 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 and then i feel bad because it's like you know you wouldn't want somebody to talk to you that way so i'm i'm i struggle with that so i'm glad yeah. you admit that well yeah. that's why sometimes i've just moved towards not saying anything yeah, yeah. when i used to just always say something because people don't always receive it well they don't well, they we, don't i agree we were talking about this judge uh, uh judge odinette and uh, uh, <laughs> Caught on tape using uh, the N word. Uh, she's a judge in Lafayette. She said uh, her and her family were the victim of an armed burglary, but a spokesman for the police department said there was no indication of a weapon. Odinette, who's elected to the bench more than a year ago, has four children and is married to the coroner. I just want to say that I think if we were all mic'd at all times and people could hear us in our most private moments, not that any of us would say well, the what filter. she said, but I think that most people we'd well, no, be canceled right. for something. I know. Yes, we I, I, oh, I, I will have been canceled a long time ago. I'll Me give too. You, I'll give you, I'll That's give, all I'll I'll say. I would have been canceled. Uh, she says, I was given a sedative at the time of the video. I have zero recollection of the uh, of the video and disturbing language used during it. Okay, well then you need to get off the bench since you're me- you're having memory problems. How about that? You know we can we can we can shift the argument uh, as you shift the uh, uh, the situation too. All right, listen. Um, more of this conversation when we come forward. It's KBLA Talk fifteen eighty. We know you have options, options, but thank you, thank you for making the best choice. The only station in LA of the people, by the people, for the people. We are unapologetically progressive. KBLA Talk 1580. We've got massive amount of carbs around here with all the Fritos and Funyuns. You bring candy here now? Yes, thank you, Angelique. I mean, we got, you know, mints and all kind of, I mean. I'm doing great. I brought my own food today, smoked salmon. Are you trying to tell my breath stinks with the mints? Is that what's going on here, Angelique? No, that was very nice of Maybe her to bring Maybe I should have this. a mint, actually. You want? I mean, here's some, there's some, um, the there's mints. some, um, the, 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 the least eaten candy, uh, York, See, York I peppermint. I don't like chocolate. That's the thing. Yeah, it breaks me out. I, I have to watch. Let's go to our Roger in uh, Temecula. What's going on, Roger? Hey, hey, how you doing, man? I love your show, Christian and Chiara. Hi. Uh, yeah, I, I think in our own homes, we, we really have our own biases because when they have these these car pursuits, you know, I'm a black man. When they have these car pursuits, I kind of keep a score on, oh, I hope he ain't black or I hope he, <laughs> <laughs> I hope he ain't this, you know. So uh, that doesn't mean I, I, I don't like it, but, you know, it's just it, it, we do have our own personal biases, you know, and uh, it, it's a shame that we've been programmed that way, you know, because of, you know, the, the, the racist uh, uh, 
climate that's come out. And I'm sorry, but Trump has brought all of this out. Yeah. Yes, he's thank brought all, you. All of this bias out, mm-hmm. you know. So I, 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 I noticed. Well, I wonder what would this world look like? How free and stress free might we be in this country if race was out of the equation? Ooh. If we if nobody talked about race, nobody yeah. did racist things. Yeah, like great. how I, I think we would like I think we would have a kumbaya moment yeah, in this country. Exactly. You know, I mean, yeah, well, you're right. It, it happened for a moment at 9/11, but you know what? We all fall back in our same old, you know, our uh, tribes. Uh, we're we're going back to exactly. our tribes. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe I'm not trying to be negative, but I've also read about other countries where race wasn't an issue and they just find something else. You think that's oh, really? true. They, they right. create some sort of hierarchy and mm-hmm. it becomes your <laughs> religious Is it a class beliefs. thing or yeah, oh. like, or even in Germany where we saw they couldn't really do anything about race, everyone's white and they're like, Okay, well if you're Jewish or if you have blue eyes. Right. Like, right. They find something they find something. Right. Yeah, but you, and you know, they have uh, in India they have that caste yeah. system and that's that's a crazy old system they got there, you know, so. Yeah, they, they, they got a color thing there, but I think that's a British thing also. But then again, maybe yes, not. Maybe, maybe not. I mean, maybe that goes back before, but I, I, I you know, I, you, if, it, if anything has to do with race, it's because of the British. That, you know, Absolutely. They, they came up with this. Absolutely. Hey, thanks for, hey, thanks uh, for the call, Roger. Appreciate it. All right. Um, yeah, I, I, I often think, I often fantasize what this country would be like if there was no race issue here. So you know how Roger just said that, you know, when there's like a car chase and he's like, I hope he's not black. I've done that before. So um, I had a neighbor and I just felt so sorry for her where I used to live. And she uh, was Muslim and she used to always say, remember back in the day, um, I guess Obama might have been in office and there were so many of these uh, terrorist attacks. And she would always say, gosh, I hope it's not a Muslim. And she said she would be terrified because she said that if it was a Muslim, her family was staying at home they closed the store and she literally because she owned like a 99 cent store i feel so bad for muslim like i said she said she would not she wouldn't open her store she closed the store her husband wouldn't go to work because they were terrified of an attack you know especially if it was you know if there was you know one of these attacks that you mean retaliation retaliation because her store was broken into many times her child went through you know i told you sarah you know my daughter experienced stuff with her daughter you know don't behead me don't behead me when they were walking through the school hallway So her whole family experienced horrible things, you know, and I always felt bad for her. Yeah, that, that's uh, that's that's very sad. I, yeah, I felt so bad for a lot of Muslim people here because I think there was a lot of ignorance uh, within Americans about Muslims. Oh, yeah. And so we just, you know, because of the media, just kind of lumped them all together. And it's like, no, you know, it's a very peaceful religion. These are very nice, kind, hardworking people. They just have different religious beliefs. And the, you know, the small percentage of individuals who are extremists don't make up the vast majority of peaceful Muslims, uh, uh, not only in this country, but around the world. Um, and it's just very sad. All right, Tracy, I see your phone call. We're going to get to that. 800-920-1580. This is KBLA Talk 1580. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica. If the KBLA 1580 app is enticing enough for our guests to download and share, you should download the app and share it with your friends too. That's beautiful. 
what you say. So, download the KBLA 1580 app today and take us with you wherever you go. We on fire, fire. KBLA Talk 1580. You are not rocking with the best. We've got a lot to talk about. We've got a lot to talk about. One of the greatest entertainers in the world, James Brown. I love it. Hour two, Don Amici versus everybody with Christian Kiara. 800-920-1580, our phone number. We were talking about a, a judge in Louisiana who uh, caught on tape using the N-word. Calls for her to resign. She had a sedative, though. That's Is that the answer to everything? Jesse's... I got beat up at two o'clock in the morning. A little bit more believable than a sedative, right? Are we on par? Yeah, uh, <laughs> right. Jesse's story was more believable, right? Than this. That doesn't even. She did not sound like she had a sedative. <laughs> no, she didn't. She, she sounded present. Yes, yeah, she did. Yeah, no, she had a sedative, and I don't remember anything afterwards. What a yeah. lawyer! She sounded like an excited <laughs> racist, didn't she? She sounded real passionate about what she was saying. What a lawyer! That is a that is a lawyer. That's a, that's very interesting. Uh, let's go to uh, Tracy and Eagle. What's going on, Tracy? Good evening, y'all. It's your friendly neighborhood queer woman. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. Yeah, Anonymous was upset that you took up so much time on the air. I remember that. uh, Because we were talking to you about your relationship. No, I. I, No, you were sharing a very intimate story about your relationship, how you have evolved, how you got into this relationship with this woman, and how you were loved. And we hear from Mm -hmm. you a lot less. Right, right. And I was just like, yo. Well, I, this was an amazing piece of, uh, yeah, amazing story to share. Anonymous. Yeah, no, this is, it's, uh, I, I apologize, you know, it's like, well, I'm not apologizing. There's I didn't no, do nothing. You didn't do nothing. There's no need to apologize. <laughs> That's he, all right. Don't apologize. He's just jealous because I hang I, up on him a lot. That's all. <laughs> oh, is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. Either? He never gets to the point. It's, he's always, like, beating around the bush. He's going to call in. Watch. Yeah. Well, don't, uh, now he's going to call in. Yeah. He's going to call in and say, say, <laughs> you let her talk. You didn't let me talk. Uh, you know, uh, I just want to talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what did you want to say? What did you want to say about that? I don't even know the brother, and I'm like, you know, cl- you know, throwing shade. So let me pop my brakes on that one. But I, I just, I just want to talk about the difference between racism and prejudice. Right. Okay. Two totally distinctive things because. I don't know if I mentioned it before, but I'm an Africana studies major. Mm-hmm. And so when people say certain things, it makes me crazy. And y'all will make any crazy. Well, uh, well I know <laughs> racism is oppression by race. Prejudice is uh, what bias that you have against uh, any type of uh, right. ethnic group. Yeah. And a lot of times so, the two get confused because we, we call everything racism. Do. That's true. You know, but there is right. a, there is a distinct there is a distinct point. Yeah. Now, she could be racist on that bench because she's prejudiced. These things can coexist together, but we don't know. Right. But uh, so let me and, and right to that, you know, let me give you just, you know, the differences between, you know, prejudice versus racism. Mm-hmm. And, you know, prejudice, you know, it's a preconceived notion, you know, opposed op- op- opinion of another person, you know, based on reason or experience. Yeah. Um, and re- um, prejudice can be positive or negative. Um, some, but not all. Are racial in nature. See that right there, Ooh. and have racist mm-hmm. outcomes. Tell him interesting that part. Okay, so that and, means and that re- Don could potentially be prejudiced, even though he feels like he doesn't judge people not, based off their skin color. Exactly. See mm. that part because uh, I'm like, you know, Don, don't don't try. Well, hold on. Let, 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 I'm gonna do some deep know, diving ah, while you're talking to see if I'm prejudiced. I'm gonna do some deep diving. I'm gonna think about that. Okay. 
All right. We all stop before you do that. We all all have biases. We mm-hmm. all do. And I drive a cab for a living. And if I was recorded for some of the things that I have said while driving, holy cow, I would have been canceled a long time ago. <laughs> but, I think everybody would yeah, have been canceled for the I, things that we say in private. I, I totally appreciate you admitting that because on the other side of cancel culture, I do feel like sometimes we can be a little bit self-righteous and forget that if we yes. were recorded in private, right. we too would probably have mobs of angry people. Mm-hmm. And I'm definitely not defending this judge. I think she should be removed from her seat, which she said was oh, no, terrible. She did, she, now, she needs to be canceled. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. She got a loser. Well, it was a medical condition. She had a sedative. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, I thought he was a white man. I didn't know he was black. Mm-mm. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't, don't with me. Because, again, I've been on this earth for 55 years. Yeah. And I, you, can't, you can't play me. No. People have tried, especially with the gaslighting. Yeah. See, and that's what they do. Like, oh, no. I, it, it wasn't, I wasn't being racist. But yeah, you were, and they clutched their pearls going, how can you call me a racist? And I said, I didn't call you a racist. What I said was, what you said was a, ra- was a racist hundred. comment. I have a question. Right. Driving a cab, do you feel like you have people or riders that say really inoffensive things that you have to deal with? Or oh, hunty, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, i never forget, um, this was years back, and I picked up these, a group of people, white folks, from um, LAX, and they were on their way taking them to Beverly Hills. And this was like right around the time, the, not long after the movie 44 came, or 42, the movie about Jackie Robinson, that was 42, yeah. So they were like, oh, yeah, the movie ended before I got to see the end of it on the plane. And this white guy said, well, you know how it ended. And I'm thinking, oh, he's going to talk about how Jackie Robinson went on and fought for civil rights and woo 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 this, see, I can't cut. <laughs> no. This man, uh, and I, I can say it in Latin, but I'm not going to. Mm-hmm. Um, this man, this white man said, well, you know, he had, you know, said, oh, yeah, he was lynched. Jackie Robinson I was lynched? Break. No, that's what he was, he thought he was being funny. Uh, oh. Oh, you know? my God. Oh, 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 ooh, bad joke. I was headed north on La Cienega, just past the, the 10 freeway. Yeah. I hit the brakes and I said, look, I said, what did you just say? <laughs> and, once he, <laughs> and once he realized, I said, did you not realize that you're in the car being driven by a black woman? Mm-hmm. And then he tries to say, well, oh, I didn't, you know, it was a, I said, baby. First of all, because the people behind me mm-hmm. in, were also Jewish, and they were talking about growing up, going to you know to the Poconos and all that yeah. for Jewish summer camp and all that. Yeah. I said, so if I made a joke about Hitler to the people in the back, would that be funny? Mm. Ooh, what did he say? He got quiet, and then he tried to do that, um, and he you know, kept trying to, you know, he was just burying himself yeah. deeper and kept going on. I said, let, let me tell you something, white man. <laughs> Lynching is not funny, mm-hmm. okay? Yeah. I said, I have relatives that were t- lynched in the South, okay? I have people in my family that ran away from the South to keep from getting lynched, yeah. mm-hmm. okay? So for you to make a joke about lynching, 
shame on you. Right. And he kept, you know, I'm like, dude, seriously? And I said, if you keep it up, I will put you out. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, the best, hey, best piece of advice, just shut up. Well, listen, let let me put all white people on notice. There's one thing you can't joke about slavery, lynching or anything that has to do with the terrible past that this country has had. You you just can't joke about it. You know, you can joke about a lot of other stuff, but you you can't joke about that. And it's not that we're sensitive. It's not lynching. It's not funny. It's 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 not not funny. It's not funny, and it's it still funny. goes on in this country, and it still makes a lot of people feel a certain type of way. I still just, I personally don't believe that we should joke about anything that's highly traumatizing. For example, right. would you joke about somebody having a miscarriage? That's oh, not funny. That's not funny. Right. right. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, like you said, it's still, lynching is still going on. A man, Aubrey, was lynched. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what that's what we saw. Basically, was lit. Yeah, you know, so you you know, just because the brother or sister is not hanging from a tree, does not mean that that's not lynching. Mm -hmm. No, okay, so. Don't don't get man. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't get me started. Now let me tell you. Now remember back from you know we talk about you know unlikely to impact people negatively as as is racism. Yeah. Now racism, the belief that race is equated with particular traits, mm. like you were saying about you know black people have you know we can dance or we have big noses and nappy hair mm. and stuff like that. Um, or belief that some races are superior to others. others. See, that's why, but you know, you cannot be a racist because I don't think any of you people, any of you guys, believe that our being black, that our race is any is superior no. or any other race. You no, know, you, we we black people cannot be racist because we are a minority. You in cannot this, be racist. We're a minority in this right. country, and we don't have the power to oppress anybody else because Thank of the race. Yeah, racism. Yeah. Because I always just remind people that ism means there's a system racism yeah. is a system there aren't enough of us in power for even yeah. to, for it to be systematic yeah right. now, now right. we prejudice and all day long and that's right. what i'm right. trying to tell people i said it is and see and my last point um racism results in an unequal distribution of power on the basis of race yeah so that's when you have institutional because like my i got into it with my brother-in-law who's a Anyway, my guy. That's a whole other conversation. Yeah, look at you married into the family now, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. well, my sister married a white guy. Oh, okay. And I mean, I wanted to talk because my wife is white, but (laughs) (laughs) I see white people. I see white people. I was, you know, he was talking about stereotypes and. He just tired of being stereotyped as a white guy. And I'm like, dude, seriously? I said, okay, so does that stereotype, well, you being stereotyped as the quote-unquote, I feel so bad for you because you're the rich white guy, mm-hmm. does, will that stereotype get you killed? A hundred percent. Does that stereotype, you know, does that stereotype, you know, did you have to have the same um, conversation with your son? Because my son, as soon as he was old enough to walk and talk and go be out on his own, I had to talk to him about what it means to be a black man in this country. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you didn't have to have that conversation with your son. Yeah, his son, his conversation was, listen, when you get to Goldman Sachs, they might treat you a little different because we don't have a billion dollars under management. Right, exactly. <laughs> I heard, but, I heard two uh, white men at a restaurant the other day one white man speaking to another and he said you know you have blonde hair and you're a white man and i'm hearing that means that for your company you're probably gonna have to be diverse or hire people of color and the other guy was like that's ridiculous really yeah i was just listening in and i was like oh <laughs> well, so 
Well, you know, I know, I know, because I don't want anonymous being mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. No, you're, you're. I just, I just want, I just want people to realize that you know we all have biases. Yeah. We all have prejudice. And when people say, oh, I don't see color, then I'm sorry. I said, well, you do. I said, if you don't, then you are blind because everybody else does this well. So, Did you hear that, Don? Did you well, hear what she I listen, said? I'm just an aloof person, though. That's how I live my life. But and so, that's not helpful. Me. If you don't see color, that, that means helpful. you don't see racism. It means well, you don't I, see pain. That co- that comes from different colors. Well, I see my. I'm so I'm concerned with my own pain, let alone with somebody else's. But I do listen. And, and, that, and that's the problem, baby. You need uh-huh. to be concerned about everybody because yeah. see, when you're only concerned about what's happening to you or just what's happening to black folks, that's the way people keep us divided and not you know forming coalitions and fighting against the power. Well, maybe I, I maybe I need so to do some start- digging because I want you know I had I didn't think two seconds about going out there and marching. I was just watching it on TV. I was like. But I was like, wow, there's a bunch of people out there who felt something inside of themselves to go out there and make a statement. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, well, maybe I need yeah. to get maybe I need to get more in touch with with the. Uh, um, well, and see, and, and, and I, you know, because like I said, I'm 55 and I didn't do my first protest until um, George Floyd. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it was annoying to me because it was I was in Encino where I actually live. And of course, the white people were trying to take over. And I'm like, yo. Um, we're glad you're here, but shut up. <laughs> I, I want you as an ally, but don't make it about Ducky and Chad. Yeah. Oh, no. my gosh. I it's... hate when when people try to be allies, yeah. but then they come and take up all the space, and they, they want right. to use the microphone to amplify their voices, and I'm like, now's not the time. Just Black be people here. have been yeah. marginalized yeah. for too long. Like, Isn't that right, Shaniqua? Yeah. <laughs> Y'all need to just. I'm glad you're here, and I'm glad y'all provided cover for the black folks at Encino, so we can march without you know being harassed because they were. We were definitely you know definitely the minority. However, it's just my thing is, and this is like I when I called a couple of weeks ago. Words matter, Mm -hmm. and so when you say you're you know I'm not a racist, and I'm not. No, it's not that you black people can't be racist because. We don't have that power. No, yeah. I can be, you know, I can be, you know, me being prejudiced don't won't keep a white person from getting a job. Yeah. Me being prejudiced won't keep a, a white person from getting a loan. Me being prejudiced won't keep a white person from getting into Harvard. Now, you know are you saying? are you racist if you kick them out of your cab and, and don't give them a ride? You're, that's technically oppression. You're oppressing their 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 right. No, I'm I'm keeping myself out of jail. So, <laughs> I love tra- because I Wait, tra- I have I put people on my cap all the time. But I know you got to go, yeah. but I like I said, I just want y'all to you know, I'm like you're not racist. I'm gonna do some. Yeah, deep, I'm gonna do some deep diving into my into me and see and see where I had and write it down the next time I, know, I, I come up so I can make know. a list. What I'm what I'm gonna do maybe if I you know I don't know how I contact people because this. Social media and all this other stuff, is, I, I still don't mess with it. Yeah. But I would love to send you guys some readings that will help you with a lot of stuff. I mean, that is if you're open Well, you to listen, it. you or anybody read. else, you can send it to Don at smileyaudiomedia.com. So Don at smileyaudiomedia.com. Because there's a lot of stuff that, as black folks, that is all about education. Yeah. And, and you have an amazing platform to get a lot of information out. 
And I just really, like I said, I love your show. And I, I'm still, see, I'm still listening. I didn't stop listening the other day. <laughs> we thank, so, listen, so I think. I, 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 you were making me crazy. So I said, okay, I'm going to call him. What, what, I can't let this that, go. Listen, I thank God for uh, allowing him to, allowing you to see that billboard on Crenshaw, which allowed you to bring us in. Thank you so much for, yes. for, 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 well, um, thank you guys. for sharing. Thank you guys. And, and, been, and you're yes. always welcome on the show, no, no matter what Anonymous says, okay? <laughs> All right, yeah. Tracy. You know you ain't right. You guys, good night and have good a night. good evening. Bye, Tracy. Good night.